This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Most of you out there do not need my services. I would hope this is a show for you. Every person and every dog has some issue. Whether it be a behavior issue or a health issue, we all have our issues. This does not mean that every person needs a therapist and every dog needs a trainer. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's crazy behavior so that you may get the zen-like behaviors you desire. Hi, I'm Judy, and I'm here with Benny Copeland, trainer of people, behaviorist to the dogs, and just like you, the listener, we are dog Dog lovers. lovers. Benny, you asked me to talk with you about the zen of dogs today. I'm not sure what that means, but understand that it's some Eastern form of philosophy. What are we discussing? Well, Judy, I'm glad you asked. Have you ever heard of the term having a Zen moment? Then you know what it means to be almost meditative. The way I see being Zen or having a Zen moment is like saying, let it flow off your back like water off a duck. The go with the flow or just to notice a situation with no real reaction to it. I really think dogs have many Zen moments. Let's float into this topic right after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. So Judy, uh, remember you and Dave and I were on a walk the other day, right? And uh, we were talking about this topic. Um, The first thing I talked about was the different philosophies, Buddhism, Confucianism, whatever that is, Confucianism, <laughs> um, and Taoism. Taoism is a philosophy of like understanding that we make and create our own life, 
uh, like this could be heaven or this could be hell, our life on earth, and that there is no separation, that this is our heaven or our hell or whatever it is that we do. And then it's also based on um, everything having an equal. In other words, there's love and there's fear and there is up and there's down and there's in and there's out. So that everything has to have a balance. That's kind of the basic philosophy as I understand it of Tao. And uh, Zen is a... Eastern philosophy that is accepted through with the Taoist and the Buddhist and, and all of these um, different philosophies. And it's about being almost meditative. And we were talking about like how dogs are very adaptable. Like they almost have Zen moments, you know? So I've made a list of things and I'd love to talk to you about, you know, some of the things that you notice and some of the stories that we talked about throughout the process of uh, uh, the process throughout our walk when we had our <laughs> walk the other day. But um, some of the things that you and I kind of discussed about. And I really appreciate you being here. Today. Oh, yeah, no problem. You know, I really didn't understand the different philosophies behind the different things that you're talking about, being the Tao, being the Zen, being all the different traditional or, or uh philosophies that are out there. And so I appreciated your insight on that. And yeah, I think our dogs show us some, uh, some insights on that. They, they sense things that we don't realize they sense. And it's, it's interesting. Yeah, it is really. And, um, you know, I mean, it's, to me, it's just about belief. I mean, we all have different beliefs and it's all a part of life, but our dogs are also a very big part of our life. Remember we were walking under the uh, bridge uh, going across the Cumberland and there was a huge group of homeless people. Do you remember seeing that a few of them had dogs? Oh yeah, I think they, they many of them in here in Nashville <coughs> have dogs and, and love their dogs. And I, I don't think the dogs care that they're homeless, to be right. honest Did with you. Did you see any of them that looked unhealthy? No, the dogs looked fine. They looked Did you see any of them that looked like terrified or scared? No, not at all. Yeah, you remember the one guy was laying there and the dog was just kind of laying next to him and just watching us as we went by. He looked very satisfied, very um, just in the moment, you know, just enjoying his where he was. And protective. He was watching his, his owner and he was making sure his owner was safe. And it could have been that. I don't know. Um, he didn't seem to be protective or trying to possess or anything like that. He was just there. And that to me is what it means to be Zen, like to whatever your situation is, wherever you are in life, whatever happens, to be able to accept it for what it is. Um, I read this book, it's called The Tao of Pooh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it talks about all the characters in the Winnie the Pooh and how Pooh just rolls with the flow. Yes, you know, he just does whatever's happening. He's always hungry. He always wants the honey. You know, where Piglet, she's always excited about everything. Is Piglet a she or a he? Uh, I think it's a he. Yeah, I, I think they're all he's. I now think they're all he's. he's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the wonderful thing about Tiggers is Tiggers are wonderful things. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, so the homeless dogs, they, I mean, every one of them, I, they seem to be healthy. They seem to be okay with where they're at. Um, some of them were very attentive to their owners. I remember um, one of the dogs they had let loose and he went over to kind of check out the bushes, but he never was going anywhere. And we, you know, were walking and he didn't really even pay attention to us. So I feel like that that's kind of that thing. They're accepting, they're adapting to their situation. Another one is like a newly adopted dog. 
So have you, uh, you, you guys are actually talking about adopting a new dog. Yes, we are. Well, we're talking about adopting a new puppy because our dog is 12 this year. And we found in previous ownerships of dogs that when we bring a new dog, a puppy into the um, environment with a senior dog, that it kind of breathes life into the senior yeah, and I would say the same thing for Oz. I mean, Oz will be 14 in October and Beans will be two. And, you know, Beans has definitely breathed a little life into him, uh, even though he's just, you know, him and Sunshine and Beans are all just laying here right on the floor right now, um, right here with us. So all hanging out. Again, another one of those things. You guys came over for breakfast. We had a really good breakfast. Beans tried to get Sunshine to play a little bit. But now we're doing this and they're just, as a matter of fact, you might even hear us snoring in the back. <laughs> I do. They're in their Zen moment. Exactly. The other thing is um, like dogs with kids, you know, um, you know, Beans was a little intimidated by children at first, but now she just loves being around them. Mm. I think that that's kind of a, a Zen moment. How does Sunshine do with children? Well, um, Sunshine gets a little intimidated by anybody that's flinging their arms or holding an umbrella. For some reason, that spooks her and she gets into her panic mode. So she's not the best dog for a, a family with children. So this would not be a Zen moment for her. No, it wouldn't be. Right. So this would be more of an anxious moment for her. Um, but uh, like I said with now Oz, oh my God, she, she he <laughs> loves kids. Um, I had a lady here one time with her grandchild about three or four years old and the child was in the floor playing some games and Oz came over with a bone and just laid down right next to her because he wanted to be with her. Mm. And um, she reached up and he had a bone in his mouth and she reached up and snatched the bone out of his mouth before we could do anything. And Oz just looked at me and I looked at the girl and said, give him back his bone. And she did. And he went on to chewing it, you know. So um, he really does, uh, I feel, is very zen with children. Children and with people. Dogs, not so much. He has his anxious moments there as well. So, um, you know, sometimes too, some of the biggest things that I get calls about are like changes in uh, your life, like uh, a new baby coming into the home, uh, maybe somebody that's been there forever leaving the home, uh, maybe even going to a new home. You guys are big travelers. Uh, you, you, we had that. Um, uh, thing just a couple of weeks ago where you talked about traveling with your dog. So you take sunshine everywhere. And and we just had this conversation about that you take her with you and you're going to a restaurant and things like that. Kind of describe to me like what happens with you guys when um, people recognize that you have your dog and how sunshine adapts to those moments. Well, um, all sunshine cares about is really being with us. So whether we're traveling internationally on, on a boat or um, walking down the road or going to a restaurant. She just wants to be with us. <clears throat> so we find whenever we go to a restaurant and um, she's allowed in, she go heads right underneath the table by our feet and, and won't move until we get up to leave. People are very surprised that we even have a dog because she doesn't cause any commotion whatsoever. So this is her Zen moment. It is. I mean, she's there. She's with you. Uh, we went to a restaurant outdoor yesterday, and she was laying on my feet the whole yeah. time. And remember, I said, you said, where is Sunshine? I said, she's laying on my feet. And you go, oh, my gosh, I don't let her do that because it gets too hot, you know? Yeah. And, and she was. She was very comfortable right where she was. And, um, you know, there are times when I take Oz and he's the same way. He just loves to be with me. But it's interesting because Sunshine really does not need to be on a leash ever. I mean, 
she would walk alongside of us. We would, we were in Porto, Portugal, and she would uh, walk ahead of us about 10, 20 paces and then stop, turn around and make sure we were following. So she's not wandering away from us. She's just kind of having her own walk and knowing that we're behind her. So she's a very, very well-behaved dog in that aspect. So did you find that she... Uh, checked back to see that you were there and just make Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. She would check back to make sure we we're coming. And if she saw us heading in another direction, she would turn herself around and make sure she would go ahead of us and uh, lead the way. Yeah. So, so with all the traveling, you guys are, I mean, I know many times that I've asked you guys, uh, you know, to go out for a beer or for lunch or dinner or something. And it's very important to you that we go to a place that she's welcome and that she can be there as well. Um, so I know, you know, a lot of the dog places around Nashville, as well as, you know, that you're traveling with her, you're going to make sure that she's a good part of your life. Now think about this. You're going to get a puppy. Yes. That's going to be two dogs. So that's one thing that I could see her really teaching. And I feel that Oz has taught Beans to be a lot more relaxed. Of course, I didn't realize how much until I brought that puppy into my house. <laughs> um, but definitely um, Beans is is relaxed a lot more, I think, especially when she's around Oz and she sees him just kind of not reacting to things. But this is nothing new for us. We've always um, had a dog. And when the dog starts to get to be a little senior, we introduce a puppy. So this is be the fourth time we've introduced a puppy to a senior dog in our home. So we are used to that. Awesome. That's very good. And I'm glad you guys are doing that. And uh, I'm really glad that you know me. So you have something to fall back on and help you through the process. Oh, that's right. You're a dog trainer. And since you have, so, since your dog's so neurotic anyway, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, okay. So there was one other thing that um, I really feel that dogs are really great about adapting to uh, and, and being more zen than especially humans. Um, and that is like big health issues or um, I, I had a friend one time that he ran over or his, he didn't run over intentionally, but his dog had gotten underneath um, one of his tractors and had to amputate the leg. And the dog ended up being, I always say, it's the best three-legged dog I ever worked with, you know. Um, and the dog, actually, he drove a bus for a living. So he had a uh, like a two-mile driveway and the dog would chase him all the way to the end of the driveway and about the time he'd come back home the dog would be at the end of the driveway oh, waiting. Wow. and he didn't wait there all day um you know his wife said yeah he would always come back i think he probably heard the bus and he'd come to greet him at the end of the driveway but uh three-legged dog very adaptable and i think that this is one of those things that is that zen moment like with a dog is that how adaptable they are i've had dogs that have gone blind in the process of training or in the process of the dog's life. And then I came in when the dog was blind. Um, I've had dogs that I've worked with that are deaf and they're very, very happy dogs. I actually think um, Sunshine may be losing her vision. Um, we find in a room, if it's not well lit, she is hesitant to take a step, not knowing if she's going to hit something. But you're right, she's adapting to the condition um, as, as it mo moves on. Well, that's interesting because I just did a podcast. Um, it's called Is Your Dog Colorblind, I think. And uh, I talk about where um, I was wrong in the way that I thought dogs saw. And after researching and some of the new um, things that have come out about dogs, I started realizing that... Um, uh, what dogs see, and they don't—they don't see black and white. They actually see blues and yellows and greens. And um, 
in in because they have less rods and more cones, maybe that's backwards. I'd have to go back and listen to my <laughs> show. But because they have that, they actually can see better at night. So if you're seeing her hesitate at night, you're probably right. Oh, well, that's yeah, good. So they actually can see better in dimmer and darker circumstances, and they can see movement a lot better than we can. Um, so they see little things move. So if you're not seeing her react to those little things and you're seeing her hesitate in the evening, you're the, probably The other right. thing I noticed about sunshine is that it maybe has to do with her sight, I'm not sure, or just her, her touch to the floor, but we have um, concrete floors and, and they're waxed. So she's very hesitant. She wants to go from carpet to carpet because she can flay out all fours out. And I don't know if it's a lack of control of muscle or just the, the touch to the concrete is starting to affect her in her senior years. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That'd be something to talk about maybe in the future. Well, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I appreciate that you and Dave are very willing to come out and be my guest host. Um, maybe we can come up with some topics that you guys want to talk about one day. And uh, you can actually do the whole show and just ask me questions. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So today, in summary, we talked about times when your dog is almost zen about life. You discovered that many dogs adjust very well to new things and challenges that are put in their path. You also learned that even though life throws you a curveball, we can all look to the dog for how to adapt and overcome. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog.